The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 277. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yapchan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is from Vancouver, British Columbia, and she is also the president of Corporate Champions Vancouver, and I'm just really excited to have her on and share her story with us. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Victoria Mui. Victoria, how are you today? Maybe you can Fill in a little bit more about yourself to our listeners. Hi there, Sheena. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, my name is Victoria. Thanks for the intro. And uh, I'm a Chinese-Canadian. I immigrated to Canada with my family in 1988. So it's, it's been a while since I've been here. And, uh, and originally, we moved to Toronto. And after a few years, we ended up moving to the West Coast. So I've been in here for a very long time. So I consider myself a West Coaster. And it's been a good journey so far. really like it here. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And it's funny, I moved to Canada when I was in 1989. <laughs> but my dad really wanted to move to Vancouver, but we ended up in Toronto. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's just pretty funny. <laughs> Victoria, what would be your favorite self-confidence quote? My favorite self-confidence quote is to stay curious and always to feed your mind and soul. Uh, I really believe in you know, self-education personal improvement and that's really what it comes down to the core of being confident is just to really equip yourself with enough knowledge and through knowledge you can uh, you know get yourself to a place where you feel a lot of power uh, you know a, a good position to engage with people in a more meaningful way so for me it's to just kind of obtain like obtain knowledge stay curious and to kind of constantly feed yourself I love it. You know, it's a great quote. And especially too nowadays, you know, kids go to school, they learn math and science and nothing's wrong with that. But I think, you know, I think we need to also teach children how to be confident in themselves, you know, how to have positive thinking. Because I mean, when you go in the real, real world, it's like, you kind of have to fend for yourself, right? It's like, nobody ever taught me this stuff. I had to do this on my own too. Like just read books, surround myself with people, go to events. And I think if we have more and more of these things for kids, I mean, then they're more prepped for the world. And, you know, that's just how I feel. It's just right now it's like they're so focused on just academics that they forget the other parts of life. So great quote. I really love that. And in your own words, how would you define self-confidence? Self-confidence to me is being able to accept that failures will happen and being able to embrace that and not let the fear hold you back. And I think that's really the first part of getting yourself to be confident. Um, I think to to some people, maybe it's just, you know, like blocking out, you know, and, and just kind of storming through, blocking out things that are in your way. But for me, it's more about being, you know, that's a big part of me that is very realistic and practical and you know, part of going through life and just doing anything in life is that you're going to stumble and you're going to fall at times. And that's to be expected and that should be embraced as lessons learned. And every time that happens, that's when you kind of level up and kind of build up your confidence to a higher level. And uh, and also not being apologetic for being good at what you do. I, I find that, you know, sometimes people, you know, in an, in an effort to be humble, which is great, you know, always stay humble. Uh, but they're, they're all, also a little bit too reserved in, you know, 
embracing that they're actually really good at something and and just kind of being it you know taking it out there and owning it and just kind of tell people yeah you know what I am good at this and I think that can re- kind of really build on your self-confidence and builds on who you are and you're not afraid to kind of stand up there and kind of say yeah you know I'm you know this is what I'm good at uh, you know I'd be happy to serve I'd be able to help others and and this is you know who I am awesome well thanks for sharing that and you know I like your your definition, you know, we have to realize failure is a part of life. And I know it's it's hard sometimes, especially when your parents feel like, or, you know, when society tells you like, failure is a bad thing. If you fail, you, you fail in life. Not realizing failure is a part of success, actually. You know, if you don't fail at something, then you'll never grow. You'll never be- build character. You'll never build that strength to keep on going. So great definition that you mentioned. And what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? I was, you can say, you know, I, I don't know if I can say that I was low in confidence and more so than maybe I didn't have the right tools and technique to kind of bring out that confidence that I had in me. Uh, so it was kind of very, you know, submerged deep down. It's in there somewhere, but I was, you know, either afraid to kind of bring it out, not really knowing how that would make me look, perhaps. I, in the, you know, in the earlier parts of my life when I was just kind of getting out there, even in school, you know, if we kind of go back a little bit further, you know, being back in school, I, I knew I was good at certain things, but, you know, I, I always thought, you know, there's probably someone better than me out there. Let's, let's just, you know, not get too much attention here. So in the beginning, uh, when I started, you know, doing work in business, I found myself I hit this epiphany where I decided that I was being too subservient. So I was kind of being in a role where I presented myself in the way where I was lower than others. It was almost like I was constantly asking and hoping and wishing for things to happen and talking to people in the way that I didn't even know at the time, but talking to the people in the way where people would, I was leading people to perceive me as being lower than them, you know, very low self-confidence kind of a vibe to people. Even though maybe I didn't necessarily felt that way, I carried myself out that way. And, you know, and kind of being out there, it's a matter of a perception a lot of times. So when I kind of realized that that's what I was doing, I decided to really examine the way I talked. I looked at the language and the words, the verbiages that I used. Um, you know, when I would write emails, I would kind of reread it a few times and kind of go, hmm, if I was the person on the other end reading this, you know, how would they perceive me? So I took a lot of time, do a lot of introspection and, you know, and learn to realize that, you know, people want to work with others that are, you know, you know, talented and smart and kind of confident. And, and I wanted to make sure that I carry that image and I genuinely live that, Im- live that image myself as well. So kind of once I hit that point of epiphany, I, I did a, spent a, you know, quite a bit of time getting myself up to speed and doing a whole 180, you know, that took, you know, I would say initially a few months to just really sit down and kind of go, okay, this is, this is the person I like to be. And then just slowly through time, you know, slowly transitioning myself into becoming that you know, ideal self where I'm really happy about how I carry myself, you know, in public, how I carry myself with, uh, you know, my friends and family in general. And slowly people were telling me that, hey, you know, I kind of really feel like, yeah, you've, you've changed, Victoria. You know, I feel like, you know, this, this aura around you, you know, you're happier, you're more confident, and you really seem like you know what you're doing. And when I was starting to hear that a little bit more, I felt like, okay, well, it looks like I'm doing the right thing and just kind of kept going and didn't look back from that point on. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, I think it's a lot of um, a lot of us, especially, you know, Asian women, we feel like we're not worthy, right? We feel like we always need to seek approval from others or seek permission. 
not realizing that we just got to go out there and do it and, you know, say, screw it, <laughs> you mm. know, forget what other people say, you know, and like you said, you had an epiphany and you just decided to change. And because of that epiphany, what's your life been like now? It's been great. And, you know, like you said, being, you know, a part of, you know, Asian descent within Asian culture, you know, your parents have very high expectations of you. They, they basically raise you in the way that, you know, they want you to meet their goals and their dreams as well that they have set for you. So for me to kind of kind of go out there and run my own business kind of broke their expectations a little bit in terms of, um, I wouldn't say break their dreams, but it kind of didn't really follow the path that they you know, had settled, they thought, you know, that I was going to follow, you know, they envisioned me working at a bank, doing a nine to five job, you know, that cookie, very cookie cutter lifestyle, very uh, stable, very predictable. And I just didn't fit into any of that. And, and for me to kind of break that path and go out on my own, I really had to prove myself to them and to maintain that relationship as well, because it, it does, you know, compromise things at times, you know, when you're, you're talking to them, you know, the relationship gets shaken a little bit, especially in the beginning when, you know, you don't quite have results yet. You're just getting out there and hustling for yourself. I think it's a lot of self-belief. You, you just have to keep maintain that loving relationship while kind of, you know, going on your own and just believing in yourself as well. So it, it is it is tough. But, you know, once I hit the point where, you know, I, I was starting to see some results and have, you know, have some accomplishments, and then to have my parents and family to kind of be able to see and also be happy for me as well. That, that moment was, uh, was pretty amazing to kind of make me feel like, you know what, it, it was worth it. It was worth it to kind of go out there and, you know, do, do something for myself that I like, live the life that I want without compromising my relationships. Thanks for sharing that. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's great that you're able to go out there and do what you do versus what your parents want you to do because there's so many people out there who still feel trapped, right? Because they're just doing what they've been told all their life, not realizing that that's really hurting them instead of help helping them. So thanks for sharing that. And, you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey of self-confidence. What'd be that one tip you would give to her? The one thing I would say to people who are, you know, trying to live their dreams and trying to go out there right now is to not worry so much about what other people think of you. I think especially being women, you know, we're kind of always concerned with how we're perceived. And I found myself a lot of times thinking that way too. And I mean, a lot of it is legitimate. You do have to kind of think about, okay, well, how you're perceived to, you know, to, to the public, you know, how you perceive in, you know, the, within the network that you want to be in. But at the same time, especially to the ones that love you the most, you know, you kind of have to decide whether, you know, that's something that might hold you back or it's something that would kind of push you forward. As for me, when I think about, you know, perception that I, you know, I think people might have of me, I want to, you know, have this very positive and, you know, confident and, you know, genuine kind of a perception of me, myself, when I kind of go out there. So, and, and that's something I work towards too. And I think that's a positive. But if you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, I don't know, I'm not sure, you know, maybe I should do this just for the sake of fitting into someone else's mold. And I, I would kind of, you know, reconsider and think about, okay, is this, is this how you really want to live your life? Is this the person you want to be? Or is that just how you want to be perceived as? So I would say, you know, really map out, you know, what kind of person you want to be kind of life you want to lead and kind of structure your, your per the perception of yourself, the branding of yourself and kind of make all that work without 
feeling like you don't belong without feeling like it's not the right thing to do or people might not like you because when you put yourself out there there's going to be a percentage of people that don't necessarily agree with things you do or may not even like you in general and that's just the reality of things right when you look at you know very successful and famous people you know they're not loved by all they they will have their people you know their their haters so to speak that just you know like to you know these haters they just like to tear other people down just to make themselves feel better so so don't worry so much about what other people think of you as long as you know you're doing the right thing you're you're on the right track just kind of keep pushing forward thanks for sharing that tip and you know i totally agree with you when you stop caring about what other people think of you that's when you can just go out there and do whatever (laughs) you know and not Mm -hmm. not have to like apologize for anything so great tip and if our listeners wanted to connect with you or get to know a little bit more about you and what you do is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with yeah definitely feel free to add me on facebook or send me an email maybe i can share that with you in the link and yeah feel free to connect with me further i love to chat more about you know my journey my experiences and you know we can kind of sit down and have a chat and talk about life in general Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Victoria, you can also head on over to the TaoSelfConfidence.com and search for Victoria's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else we talked about. And I just want to thank Victoria for taking the time to share her story with us. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Sheena. You're welcome. And it was an honor having you on the show. So listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of another amazing woman's journey to self-confidence. And we'll catch you later. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com to check out cool resources, blog articles, show recaps, and so much more. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.